Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Internet on Tape. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined by... Lindsay. And... Nicole. We're back. <laughs> is it special because we're back? <laughs> it is special because we're back. It's been a long time. I, I feel like we were... Uh, I was channeling my inner Encino man. I was frozen in a block of ice. <laughs> and then someone unearthed me and now i'm uh, learning all the cool new things in modern society and now you're doing a podcast yeah no it's good i mean we're, we're back we had a lot of people asking where we went we we never left we never left we were just taking a little break yeah we were taking a creative hiatus i don't know if it was creative a, but um what's the word when like priests a take off time oh uh oh god um, Oh, well, no. I forgot. Oh, sabbatical? Yes, yeah, so we like, took a sabbatical. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what you're Good job, Dusty. Good okay. vocabulary. Thank you. Um, yeah, so if you if this is your first time listening, we've had a show for, I think, since 20... Three years? Yeah, three years. 2012-ish, maybe, is when we started. Four years? Yeah. And, Whoa. Uh, Ten years? <laughs> life kind of got in the way, and uh, we kind of had to put everything on the back burners because... Uh, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into what we've been up to, but it's good, good to be back, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully those that are listening out there, it, it brings back all the good memories, and I'm shaking the dust off, so it's going to be a little rusty right now. I know, I know. But um, why don't we get into it? I'm trying to think, like, what were we doing in September when we last recorded? What was happening in September? I don't um, even know. Because we were behind the times. And it was very ominous because our last episode is, if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that was like the last. That's what you titled it? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Or if you're listening to this, it's already too late. Yeah. Something like (laughs) that. So I think I kind of. uh, We're back. Yeah, we're back. We're here. Everyone's safe. Yeah, so let's let's Nothing get, bad's happened. We, we got to do the thing. Are you ready? We have mm-hmm. our we have our segue music. Let's do it. Let's get into our week. Let's get into our weeks. Yeah. And do you know that person outside cheering? Yeah, there is. I heard some cheers. Woo! I have the audio sounds a little different it's because one, we're in a completely new environment. Um, two, I'm we got hold- a studio, a yeah. real studio. I'm holding this in my hand, and I don't. Yeah, you're doing. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know where to put it because it's too far away. It looks like you're holding a sandwich. That's you know, like, the way that your hand looks when you hold this. Hand. It's my vape. This is my vape box thing. It looks like a little what? vape box. <laughs> vape nation. No? Do you know anybody that like vapes with like the little thing that looks like a I like a cassette? I don't know what no. that is. It's not like the little magic flute looking one, but it's like a cassette shaped one that's weird. Like looking. a harmonica? It is looks it a like a mixtape? Yeah, it looks like a mixtape. Like they're smoking their mixtape. Because it's mm. lit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, Lindsay. As as always, you're gonna lead the charge. Uh, um, what's been think, going on in your life? It's uh, where have people you know fill us in? I think what's happened in the last six months, basically. I think what had happened, the big things that people don't know about, is you, you got a new car. I did get a new car because <laughs> <laughs> the last time I tried to drive over here. Oh my god! The last time, the oh. time before last, mm-hmm. maybe the last. Within the past couple times, I was just trying to uh, be a good sister, just trying to come feed the cat. 
Dusty and Nicole were were in New York. No, we were in Portland. In Portland. Portland, New York. Portland, New York. We were, yeah. They were in Portland. It's coming over to feed DOG. And then a man slammed into the back of my car and totaled it. <laughs> on the freeway, right? On the freeway, which yeah. driving on the freeway is very stressful because I kind of swore this freeway off to get over here. Um, is that the best freeway, the 10, to get over here? Yeah. Okay. But it, it taught me it taught me a lot. I feel like Dusty reminded us that there's a lost episode, and I feel like the lost episode It is, it has this on it. Talks about this. Yeah, so just well, there's a lot to cover, so you don't have to focus on the car accident. Yeah. Got a new car. Um, there is a lost episode, so stay tuned. Uh, a bonus episode. Oh, but, but bonus. Oh, just, it's a lot of all the, I went to Australia. Yeah. Right. So that was cool. The land down under. So much fun. Everyone asked me if I if I met a lot of people. I I had my Tinder over there too. And then I was Does staying it with work some over friends. There? Yeah. I was staying with some friends and I matched with someone. <gasps> oh. Like, are you gonna go meet them? I was like, no, I just want to know that I'm like universally attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I got my joy and I will never speak to that person. But I know, I know that I'm I'm doing okay around the world. But I really everyone's like, oh, did you meet any? hot Australians? Did you try a lot of food? And I was like, I literally was by myself the entire time camping and ate a whole lot of spaghetti because that's all I could carry in my backpack that wasn't so heavy. So did that snorkeled in the Great Barrier Reef. That's pretty cool. the coolest thing I've ever done. And yeah, it was pretty incredible. And then I came back here and the past two weeks... Up until a couple days ago, I decided to not drink and decided to to write about the adventure. And I know that two weeks is not a very long time. No, but but it is a lot when it's quite the habit. Yeah. So I've been writing a lot more. And if you want to read it, (gasps) Uh you could go to thelengthofwaves.com. And it's all on there and it goes through like the breakdown of the day by day because I certainly did not withhold from doing all the things that I wanted to do just because I wasn't drinking. I still went out and did all of the things. That's good. I, one of the cooler things I did, I went to listen to this guy who is a convicted murderer speak. Hmm. And where, where is he speaking? He spoke at this place called the unique space. And they do this camp that I've wanted to do for a long time. But the camp is $1,500 for a weekend. Ooh. And I just don't roll like that. So they had this guy who spoke at the camp also speak at their space. And Oprah said that he was in the top five interviews that she had ever done before. Wow. So I went to go listen to him. And that was really cool. And I uh, was always comparing everything to my situation and alcoholism and that kind of thing so it was neat to see like to compare and contrast the two was the guy an alcoholic not that you're an alcoholic by any means no no but it was just like how the modification of normal and oh okay okay got my wheels turning and that's crazy because it's like you meet him and you're like i'm gonna go see this guy who murdered someone and then you're in the same room as a murderer yeah you're like you willingly like took someone's life but you meet him and he's just the nicest friendliest person oh how creepy you're just like 
how many other murderers have I ever met in my life? Yeah, it's like, weird. You're driving oh, yeah. down the street and then yeah. someone on the freeway next to you is like, you know, could have taken someone's life. You're in a sushi restaurant. There's, There's a bunch a of people in, in there. Tank. Who knows? <laughs> um, I saw it in her eyes. Um, That's crazy to think about, though. But yeah, it was well, really... you, Okay, let me ask you this. Yes. Do you feel like someone who willingly took, like not accidentally, like ran in your car and killed someone or whatever like that, right. but like if someone it plotted, plotted in cold Adam, blood, do you feel like they deserve 100% redemption? So here's, I started thinking about it mm-hmm. and in me writing what I was writing, it's like, I look at him and like I kept in what I was writing, calling him a murderer, but I'm like, that's not what he is to me. Like, I don't know him as a murderer. Yeah, like right. I know him as a speaker. So yeah. I started thinking a lot about like, master status and how we get rid of that and at first I went to say because you know he went through this whole process and once you hear someone's explanation of it not that it justifies it at all but you understand like what it does to someone's brain like yeah he was into drug like selling drugs and he in his way it was like him defending himself still not that it's okay but as I went to type like everyone deserves a second chance I was like I don't agree with that thing that I was just about to type. Like, I don't necessarily feel it. Right. Um, I think it depends on on the circumstance. Because I think about a man that drove drunk and then killed one of my close friends. And it's like, to me, that guy's still just a murderer. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anything else about him. Like, I don't know what his life was before. I don't know what it is now. So, I don't know. It's like a very strange thing to, like, think about if everyone deserves to... Yeah, it's a loaded, like, morality question. Yeah. Like, but. I don't know. He's he's adjusted well back in, and he's written several books that have gone into the world and been very successful. He his- obviously is, like, trying to, like, teach people and, like, yeah. be a, a contributing member of society. I don't think that everyone turns out like that in right. the end. I so. think it's important to, to note that the world is not black and white. Like, right. on many issues, everything is just shades of gray. I mean, there's obviously some things that are black and white. Fifty shades of gray. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, But he's very intelligent, and it's, like, very admirable to see, like, he wrote this book while he was in prison. He got a lot of time. Yeah. (laughs) He wrote this book while he was in prison, and, like, he's like, I wrote this whole thing, and it was so many pages, and then I... He was in solitary confinement for seven of the years. Oh, my God. Piece of cake for me. And so... <laughs> I just want to be left alone. So he, like, slid the the book over. Like, they had this mechanism that they created, and he, like, slid it over to this guy that was across the hall from him, and he's like, fuck, I just slid, like, this book, the only copy I have, because yeah. it's, like, all handwritten, to this person. And, like, Trust was it me. another prisoner? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I don't know if he's like so, giving it to the guard to like go put in like the. But it was cool, and then he was going into how corrupt the prison system is because yeah. then the prison system tried to sue him for the profits that he made from this book that then he was selling wow. outside, mm-hmm. and then he researched in the library there how to fight it, and it's just like you realize like how much you can do with your mind if you actually have time. Yeah, but I think that the biggest thing that I learned from him was that. In my mind, and it's I feel bad to say it now that I'm like, you're dumb. Um, in my mind, prison was just like a place to send people away, like to extradite them from society and be like, nope, you're over there now. 
and like that's where you stay because you've done something bad. It never occurred to me that like they go there and it's called a penitentiary to do like penance or pen. What's the word? That sounds right. I'm not going to correct you. (laughs) To go and like be rehabilitated to then be a normal person back into society. And Hmm. in my mind, it's always been like, bye, like you're exiled. Mm -hmm. And really it's like they're supposed to go there to then rehabilitate themselves. And some do and some don't. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That was one of the highlights. That's really um, interesting. Yeah. So there were just like a, a lot of fun hangouts and it's very different to do things completely sober and to have that and just like I went out to dinner with my first boyfriend because he's moving and I was like in my heart I was like oh I want us to have wine to celebrate and then it's this weird thing that goes on in your brain it was like one of the first nights it's like okay well maybe I'll get like a soda and put it in a wine glass and then it kind of feels like wine I'm like how crazy that I felt like I had to do that and then when I was thinking about going to bars I was like okay, well, I'll just get like a short cup and ask for just ginger ale and then no one will bother me and ask me about it. So there's like a lot of entries of like just my thought process on it. Yeah. But I think that the funniest in true Lindsay fashion night that happened was I, I have simply just exhausted myself completely between going to work. I've been going to this workout class five days a week still doing all the things that I want to do and trying to write about all of these things that I wanted to do. (laughs) So my days are exhausting. And so on Tuesday, one of my favorite bands was playing and I got home from workout class. It's like, I just need to take a nap. And I looked at the set schedule, the set times, (laughs) the set times. Sure. And I was like, okay, I don't know the opening band. I'll go for a couple songs of it. I'm too old to go to like all the whole shows now. Yeah, I agree. Unless I'm like very passionate about the bands. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go to it. So that time comes around and I can't get out of bed. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see the opener. And then it comes to like time where I need to leave to see my favorite band. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. So I'm like, you have to do it. Don't be an idiot. So I roll out of bed. I've not showered since pop, like my workout class. No makeup on. I'm like, just, you're going by yourself. You're getting there right when the band starts. It's going to be dark. Who cares? Right. So I go and I get there. Show's great. Having the best time. And so in this, like, not drinking also, I've taken, I've not spent much time looking at other people's Instagrams because I've been so focused on creating my own happiness and trying to assess that, that I've focused Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. on my own present and not what was going on with everyone else. But a few days prior, I had like not been able to sleep. So I looked at it and I saw that this boy that I used to love had gotten engaged. And I was like, oof, that that's a jab to the heart. I'm like, cool, whatever. So then this band that I went to go see reminds me of him. Like his Instagram handle has it in there. So even in my sober mind, I'm like. You're still being reminded. I'm going to take a video of this. Mm -hmm. And then when I left the venue, I was like, I'm going to send it to him with a congratulatory message. (laughs) And mind you, the last time that we spoke, he had like told me that we should get lunch because he was moving to Seattle and he owed me an explanation. 
or something. Mm -hmm. And so a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, you're moving to Seattle in two weeks. Would love to grab that lunch that you mentioned. And he did not respond. Mm -hmm. So then a week later, pissed off Lindsay was like, you're right. Closure's overrated anyway. So that was the last time we had spoken. So then I'm like. So you reopened the door with the video. So I, I have my video recorded. I'm out on the corner. Even in my sober mind, I'm like, great idea, Lindsay. Really great idea. And then my phone dies. I'm like, cool save phone. Like, mm-hmm. you did it. Yep. You're the pocket-sized mm-hmm. hero. How am I getting home? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So then I'm on the corner because I had taken an Uber there because I was like, shit, I'm leaving so close to when the show's supposed to start. Right. I can't you look didn't for want a Right. I just need to take a car. Yeah. So I'm standing there. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm in this weird tank top, no makeup, a headband, wearing it like so ladies, if you know, like sometimes it pushes up your hair and then you look like a mushroom, mm-hmm. but no one ever tells you and you just <laughs> live your life looking like you <laughs> until you, until you go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm one of the mushrooms. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, standing on the corner, how am I going to get home? I'm like, I could walk because it's 1.4 miles, which is within my two mile okay. casual walkable distances. Uh-huh. Not the safest walk and certainly not without a phone. Yeah. True. I was like, I could walk. I like, I'm going to go back to the venue and see if they have a charger that I could just get a little boost, call a car, and then go. Well, as I walk over there, he's standing underneath the marquee. Really? <laughs> Whoa. And you're like. What is he doing in town? You know, celebrating his, his engagement, engagement her birthday. His, oh, my God. One of his favorite bands. Oh. So I'm in my, my mushroom head <laughs> face. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, congratulations. Where's his fiance? And he's like, oh, she's she's coming. So then I see her. And she, I feel like she doesn't like me for some reason. I'm like, hey, congratulations. And then we're just standing there awkwardly. And I had bought a poster, uh-huh. and she's like, you bought a poster? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah. And I was like, my phone's dead. I don't really know how I'm going to get home. And part of me is like any normal human would be like, get in this Uber with us. We'll drop you off. But we just continue to stand there awkwardly. I'm like, yeah. okay. And then there's a cab like right there. So I'm like, I'm going to get in this cab. So I get in the cab, sit down, and then I'm like, do you take cards? And, and the they, guy goes, no, oh. which I've now found is illegal. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. But to not take cards in yeah, taxi he has cabs? To take a, he has to take it. Sorry, my microphone. I'm- but I've now gotten into this cab, and now I have to exit out of the oh, cab my. while oh. they're still standing Did you get out there. the other side, like into the <laughs> traffic? Not into the tra- <laughs> into traffic, and then I died. <laughs> And so I was was, like, I don't know, I don't know, run to the other side of the street and try to steal someone's Uber or something. So then I just like got out, didn't look up at anyone, walked to the corner. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to walk. Like You walked it? Well, I was like, I need, I need to decompress. This is all like very weird. Yeah. It's too much. And I'm like laughing because like, this is just this continuous trend with me where something happens and then I see the people in like the worst possible circumstance. Like I think that we spoke about it one time, but on Valentine's Day, I had gone to Ikea and I was so hungover, but I had promised my friend I would pick something up for her. No makeup, crazy like half up hair because I was so sweaty. 
and I had started puking in the Ikea parking lot, stood up and walked right into my ex-boyfriend, his fiance and their son. And I was just like, hey, just hung over at 6 p.m. on Valentine's Day, throwing up in public. So I tend to have these like really great moments. It makes for good stories. Yeah. So then I I start, I'm like, I'm going to decompress. I'm going to walk. So then I walked about half a mile. And my phone went from 20% to zero. So it's like, there's got to be something. In I there. hate how that happens. Yeah. So you tried to turn it back on. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So then I, mm. I went to turn it back on and then it came on and I had 1%. Oh. So I got in a, an Uber. There's one a minute away. Got in there and then plugged in my phone only to find out that this black light sublime poster boy that I once touched, which was a big regret because anytime you wake up and there's a black light sublime poster in the room, it's not good. He got engaged that night too. So there's someone out there for everybody is the moral of that story. Mm-hmm. And always go places with your phone charged. The end. Man, that's crazy. Someone out there practices Santeria. Yeah. What does they that mean? They got no crystal ball. Sublime song. And that's what does that really mean though? I don't know. Is that okay? I don't know. But I was like twelve when I listened to that. No, people are still listening to that. They still play it on K Rock. That's true. That is true. But that's what I've been up to. I've been doing some self exploration. How weird would it be if you did send the video? Sober Lindsay. Oh my god! And then I saw them. Yeah. That would have been ten times worse. I feel. You're very right. So you got you, you you got a good story out of it. Yeah, that was great. And I mean. It's just because I'm so physically fit that I had no makeup on. And you know what? You should you should have owned it though. You should have asked him, "Hey, can you give me a ride?" Eh, I guess no. That would probably. And then I would have felt like the poor. Yeah. Help me! I'm poor. Take me home. I, I don't. I don't know. That is definitely like uncomfortable. But I don't know. But what are you gonna do? You got home safe. Yeah, I got home safe, and I laughed about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And the irony. Like it was just so good. It's just one of those things. You're like, you live in another state. Yeah, how? we still how somehow run into each other. Yeah, small world. But it is a small world. Yeah, that's what I'm been up to. Nicole, um, can I, wait? May I, can I ask a question? May I ask a question? Yes. You're drinking. We're all drinking a sour beer right now. Oh, sorry about you that. You already drank audio. yours. So yes. Well, I got the bizarre cloudy end of the bottle, Mm -hmm. but so you're drinking now. Yes. Why? So was it just a two week period that you committed to begin with? Sorry. I just committed to a two week period. Okay. Because I knew back in, I do think that there is, and I, I talk a lot about this. It's like, we don't really know what alcoholic is. There's like not really a set definition. For right. It. And so I looked at it and it was just like how much I had changed my definition. Like back in 2009, I was filling out my dating profile. I was like, how often do you drink? Never. Obviously out of the question. Socially. Often. And so I went back and forth between socially and often a lot because yeah, but you're like, very social, so it's synonyms. <laughs> right. True, huh? But I was like, okay, well, often makes me sound like an alcoholic. Is there one above often I don't think <laughs> that they, they like ask you if you'd like to share? <laughs> um, 
So then at that time in 2000, <laughs> in 2009, my definition was like, oh, someone that drinks at home by themselves is an alcoholic. And now I drink at home all the time. Yeah. And so it's expensive out there to go to bars every night. Yeah. It's just to relax. So, but I started thinking about it and I was like, I don't know. We constantly modify what we think is normal. And it's like my definition mm. always changes of what an alcoholic is as long as it never includes me. But right, you're bending the rules around you. Yeah. So I looked at it a lot and I, I do feel like I was drinking too much. And so at that point, two weeks felt like a long time. And at first it was very difficult because I realized how much of a habit it is. And it's just like, I would get home. I'm like, oh, a beer. Like it was just like instinctual. Mm-hmm. So two weeks felt like a long time when I started and I was going to a wedding in the two week time period. Oh, so I was like, oh it's even it harder. Like oh, the wedding will be a good time to like celebrate and drink. But then I stopped wanting to drink mm-hmm. at a certain point, like probably at day 10. I was like, I don't even care anymore, um, which is a big realization for me. And then I almost didn't drink and I was just like, oh, I don't need to at all. But the reason that I started again was because I felt very sad in the fact that I felt like I couldn't trust myself and that's why I had to do this. So the fact, it's not that I feel like I I want to drink as much as I was before because I was drinking a lot, mm-hmm. but it's just like having to tell yourself no to something like oh, no to that glass of wine. Like I was restricting myself from doing that because I felt like I couldn't trust myself. Right. And then that started to really bother me. So now hmm. I'm just like, I can have this and that's fine. Right, because you do trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was just the reason I decided to like have a beer was because I. it's a very sad feeling to feel like, what, what am I going to do? Like how right. far is this going to go? Right. So it's been all good. But I... I certainly don't want to drink as like I don't feel the want to do it so it was a success that's good there's nothing wrong with like taking a break either yeah it's like I don't know you could look at it like you're doing a cleanse yeah and two weeks like it felt silly to brag about Mm -hmm. two weeks yeah (laughs) I'm like two weeks no drinking and then one of my friends had posted like seven years sober and I'm like I don't know. Um, I feel like the not doing it in social settings is the hardest challenge, though. Yeah. Because that's like well, so much of our uncomfortable it revolves around a bar or or parties, right? Or get-togethers where people are having a beer, cracking up a wine or whatever. Yeah, but the experiment was was very rewarding, and I've I've not felt more proud of myself. Not about the not drinking, but in the things I did accomplished as a result. So I feel good. Good. And I'm a trustworthy person to myself. Good. That's the best reward. I'm waiting on you. It's your week. It's my week? Yeah. Me? It's your past six months. Seven Seven, months. Eight months. Well, just, you know, skip ahead to like whatever feels right. Um, We don't have to go all the way like. Well, I had a really big thing happen in my life earlier this year that I wanted to talk to everybody about. I had laser eye surgery. (laughs) So that was amazing. Um, It was kind of scary. I won't get into too much detail. They gave me a DVD of what they did to me that I haven't looked at yet. Wait, really? It's you? Yeah. Yeah, Dusty watched it happening. It's pretty disturbing. (laughs) Like they put like these eye drops in and then they start scrubbing the top of the eye off. Okay. Well, so, so that's what I wanted to talk about. So 
in January, in January, I like went to like a consultation, like in Beverly Hills and like the amount that they quoted me to do it was really expensive. And then I started asking my coworkers cause some of them have had it done. And so then I ended up going to a person that was near my work, which was good cause it ended up being cheaper and more convenient for the appointments and everything. But I had to pick like, I guess normal LASIK, they laser a flap in your eye. And anyone, anyone who's had it done will know what I'm talking about. They laser a flap in your eye, they lift it up, and then they use another laser to like correct your vision. But the flap thing really freaked me out because I don't think that the flap ever heals completely. Like it heals enough mm-hmm. where you're going to be fine. Like you're not going to have like a part of your eyeball flapping open or anything. But it, it freaked thing. me out a little bit. So I opted for this other thing where they remove the tissue over your eye and I get, I don't know, when they were doing it, it felt like they were, or looked like they were doing it with like a Q-tip type of thing. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Dusty? From your perspective? Because my perspective was my eyeball was like fucking pried open. Are you awake during it? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. What? Yeah, they, it was so crazy. They, I think they put like some numbing drops and that's and about I, it. I took, but what do you see when it's happening? It's all blurry and you just see lights. And you see someone touching your eye and you like feel the pressure. Like it's uncomfortable because like you can, they have like your eyelid and like both your eyelids. Yeah, maybe, like a like, little metal thing like to keep your eye pried open. open. No. I was like, don't, don't rip out my eyelashes. I don't know. They like give you drugs though. Like I don't know what I was on, but I was definitely like very relaxed. That's for sure. Right. And numbed up. But I don't know. They did both my eyes. And then they sent me home with some like crazy like plastic so patches. She had like these like horse blinder thingies <laughs> on, like plastic like. Yeah. Like with medical bizarre. tape yeah. taped on my face, and then mm-hmm. I had to go home and sleep for like four or five hours. And then when I woke up, like I could like I could see, but it was still kind of like blurry. And I think after a normal LASIK, like you can see right after that. But I had like a week long recovery where my vision would get better and better every day. I had to rely on Dusty a lot to like help me do things. Mm-hmm. Like he would like tape my horse blinders on at night before I would go to bed because you had to wear them so you don't like touch your eyes or whatever. They like giant like like lenses. I have them like, like fly put, eyeballs. Yeah, because like they have little holes in them oh for breathe like for air circulation. Can you see through the holes? I mean, it's clear, but it's it's like I mean, no, you can't really see through it very well. Yeah, like I would hate for there been, to have been like a. I don't know, a smoke alarm going off in the night and I'm trying to like stumble around to... And they freak you out because they know. say don't touch your eyes or don't get anything in your eyeballs. And There's like cat fur all over the apartment. Yeah. I, I couldn't wear makeup for a month. That was yeah. probably the worst part of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like scary, like taking a shower, you can't get like soap in your eyes. I don't know about you guys, but like I get soap in my eyes a lot. <laughs> but now I can see and I had like a horrible vision. I had like like anyone again who has like glasses or prescription, like contacts or whatever. My vision was negative seven in both eyes. And now I have 20, 20 in one eye and almost 20, 20 in the other eye. Money well spent for sure. Anyone who's thinking about doing it, I would highly recommend it. And I'd say don't wait any longer because it's your only life. And the weirdest part, about having it done was that now when I lie down to go to sleep, I can still see everything clearly. When I wake up, I can see everything clearly. That's I don't know if I'll ever get used to that. That's I'm still like not used to it. Yeah, you said you saw com- you had comfort in like not seeing- and it being blurry. Yeah, it was like a sensory <laughs> deprivation thing that like so it was it felt like it was easier to go to sleep 
or maybe it wasn't that necessarily, but now that I can still see everything, I, it feels like it's harder to go to sleep. I don't know why. Huh. It's very weird. But so that happened. That was a really big thing that I had wanted to do my whole life and I finally did it. So that was really cool. It was really good. I'm glad I did it. Good. Um, I've been to a couple places since. What? I, I went to Cuba, like Anthony Bourdain status, bought some Cuban cigars from mm. a man on his patio overlooking the ocean in Havana. And then I tasted some roasted pig skin. It was not good. <laughs> it was not good? No, it was so gross. It was really hard. Gristly. Ugh. Doesn't that mean that it has like fur or hair on it? No, I think isn't it just like it was just really like really solid, <laughs> dense, yeah, and like not good. But Cuba was interesting. There's really no Wi-Fi there mm-hmm. unless you're at a fancy hotel and you buy a Wi-Fi card. You like if you want to use a cell phone there, you have to get their prepaid SIM card. I know all about going to Cuba. If anyone is going to Cuba, let me know. I'll but give you, you all the intel. But you were glad that you went. Like, it was cool, yeah. right? It was very hard work-wise, but, like, life experience-wise, yes. I'm very glad I got to go. Everyone's really nice there. A lot of the, like, things that people think about Cuba aren't all correct. Like, I don't think that they really feel as oppressed as, like, everyone in the world thinks they are. Okay. Everyone seems pretty happy there. Because maybe they don't know any better. Maybe. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's a blend. It's probably just a bunch of reasons. I mean, also, they've been left alone to their own things. I know. It's like kind of crazy. All the old cars. I've never been in so many old cars. They just use them like taxis. Like you wave to a car and so the guy drives over to you and then you pay him for giving you a ride somewhere. Cuber? It, Cuber. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nailed yeah. It. He did nail it. <laughs> Um, so that was cool. That was my most recent trip that I've been on, but where else did I go this year? I went to Italy. I went to Rome for a week. That was really cool. Ate a lot of pasta. Um, I went to Colorado for something. That was the weirdest dish that you've had. Like if you go to like a lot, like to like Mexico or whatever Mm -hmm. like that, you wouldn't go to have pizza. You know, so like, what's the weirdest dish I, that you've had, like, at a place that's known for something, and then you get something completely different than? Cuba had this place at our hotel had really good pasta. I don't know. I feel like a lot of countries do yeah, pasta, you know, though. Yeah, pasta like every kind of, any like their style of pasta. But I mean, like, you don't go to like uh, Japan for a hamburger, really. You know what I'm no. saying? Like something like that. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been that so I guess many places. Do the Kobe beef. There's a lot, a lot of the like South American or like, what is it? Middle American countries. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but they all have like, I feel like there's a lot of pasta going on down there. That's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good necessarily. Um, I don't know. Where else have I been? Yeah. Greece had a lot of hamburgers. Thailand was all Thai food. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know. Like maybe if I had been like to some other weird places, it might be different, but I've, I haven't been anywhere that crazy. Okay. All right. So next. What's next? After my traveling, <laughs> I wanted to talk about 
podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, go for it. It started during my time of not being able to watch TV because of my eyes or whatever. Like there was that week where I couldn't drive or do anything. I couldn't like watch TV because the light hurt too much. So I was like laying in the dark in the bedroom with my horse shields on my eyes. And I would listen to, I was, I started listening to some podcasts, which is funny because I've never really, we've been doing a podcast for however many years, but I never really listened to any podcasts. I don't know. Dusty that's has okay. his that he listens to and talks about sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, um, that's why we started the shows. Is, it is. Well, it was because I was listening to podcasts, and I—I I mean, it's very hard to find a show that you can stick with for so long because eventually, either you get tired of it or you like. It, it, yeah. You know, you, so I started out listening to a lot of shows, and then I've whittled it down to you know a few favorites, and those are. Those are what I supplement with my music now because I listen, you know, I still got to listen to music. Right. And now my commute's much shorter, so I don't get to make, make it through so many podcasts now because now it takes, instead of me going through like two or three podcasts a day, yeah. I'm going you through a long commute before. one podcast like a week, a week uh, depending on how long the show is. Yeah. So I've kind of been neglecting some of my shows. But, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Podcasts are great. Yeah, it's great. I like I I wish that I <laughs> I wish that I'd known about it before. Like so stupid. Like why would I not have we were doing a podcast? Why would I not have thought to like look into a podcast that I might be interested in? I think that we were listening to one of the ones that Dusty likes. We listened to serial, obviously, like way I, back. I just listened to that on a road trip up to San Francisco because wasn't it so good? The fir- like, first episode or first season, everybody. And not, not the second, not season. second. Two season. weeks ago, I listened to it. Yeah. And I was like on that drive. I was by myself and I was like, I love music, but to a certain extent, I just mm-hmm. keep hearing the same thing. Yep. So I listened to serial the whole way up and then most of the way back. And did you finish it whole that thing. whole trip? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, cereal's good. Um, but we were listening to one of Dusty's podcasts that he listens to, and they started. I think they had a guest on oh, yeah, who yeah. does like a scary podcast, and so scary podcasts are my thing. I listened to this one called the Black Tapes podcast, which Dusty revealed to me pretty early on was all fake, which was very not fake, but it's like fictional, right? I thought it was lore. No, lore is real. Oh, well, okay. as real as it could be from like okay, so pulling information from old, olden times. But the Black Tapes podcast is really good. It's like a made up story type of thing, but it's told pretty realistically. Yeah. But it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. And then Laura is also scary. Yeah. And Nicole just that's likes about, to be scared. That's like historically, like it's like, it's got like a, a, a historical component to it, which is cool. They like talk about like how like, the vampire thing came about and like what people thought vamp- like how vampires like turned into a thing like way, 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 way long ago, as opposed to like what we think vampires are nowadays or whatever. And there's like just a bunch of different stuff that they explore, like weird murders that happened a really long time ago. Like why people were afraid of, I don't know, such and such so long ago. And like, I don't know. It's so interesting. So I really, I, I really like podcasts now, you guys. <laughs> if anyone has any good scary podcasts out there. Well, we can make this. We can pivot and make this a scary podcast. No. 
Really? I'd be too scared to be part of it. <laughs> I don't know. If anyone has mm-hmm. any, go. any suggestions, I'm open because I think that I'm all caught up on Laura and the Black Tapes podcast now. But thumbs up for me to both those. I don't know. I haven't really listened to a podcast that I didn't like yet either, but I haven't really branched out too much. Okay. I think I got to find like an alien podcast next. Really scare the pants off me. Yeah. <laughs> Anything aliens for Nicole. Yeah. She gets really scared. I don't know, but I like it though too. About a thousand years into the future. Stop. I don't want <laughs> a couple of thousand years <laughs> oh into the God. future. That the people, humans you, that you were, exist wait, a couple of thousand in the future hold are going to be like alien as, as opposed to us. Lindsay, remember how we asked you like, why you think people, have, why do you think people have different eye colors? Yes. We were watching like, I don't know what we were watching. I think we were watching like an episode of Bill Nye. <laughs> and then it turned into like, like people evolving and like Dusty was like, yeah, people are getting taller. Like as the human race is evolving, like if you look at doorways back in like the 1500s, they were really short. And now like people mm-hmm. are getting taller, like as a general trend. Yeah, and so then health and- I was like, Dusty, what do you think people are going to look like in the year 3000? And then I like realized that like people are probably going to look like the gray, skinny, giant eyeball. I don't aliens. think it's going to be that soon, but I, I mean, don't a couple like, by the thousands. year 5000. Holy shit. There'll be some difference in the way people look as opposed to right now. People probably won't have hair. Like, why? Why won't people have hair? Why do you need hair? Why do you need hair? Protect you? The sun is probably going to burn out. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Everyone will be drinking Soylent. Yeah. To whip my hair back and forth. (laughs) There you go. I don't know. It was just really scary to think about. Every every couple of days, my Nicole mind was it, truly uh, blown. Dusty like makes ex- me cry in our apartment at yeah. night. It's <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is make Nicole have an existential crisis. If she'll sit there and then all of a sudden she'll start crying. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, we'll be sitting there watching something like Bob's Burgers, and all of a sudden, like we'll get into this conversation. It's so embarrassing. And then it'll just. She'll just start going, what? I'll be like, why? No. Life has no meaning. What? Yeah. That can't be true, Dusty. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what's been going on with me the last couple months. Existential Netflix. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Dusty, what's new with you? I'm going to talk about my bike and how it's injuring me. <laughs> um, Nicole and I, I think we talked about it briefly in a show. I don't know if it's aired or not. We got some bikes. Dusty's like been withholding. I have. I, I'm holding out on you guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. I will release the material. It's, it's going like to be bonus a, episodes. That's what the podcast I listen to do. I think that's what we should start doing. Yeah, we'll figure bonus it out. Bonus scary yeah. content episodes. <laughs> Spooky. I'll be safe that day. I'll, I'll start sharing my existential moments. <laughs> so we, we got some bikes and we are trying to make the most of our time out here on the west side because it's... And we don't know if we're going to be, how long we'll be on, on this side We've, of town. We moved out of our quiet suburban town. And into the city. And closer to the coast of California. Yeah, no, down here in Los Angeles. So we've been riding our bikes down to like Santa Monica. And uh, the, there's a nice little bike path or speedway or whatever they call it. Right on the beach. In the right sand. on the beach. And it makes you feel like a real, a true Californian whenever we drive on the there it's like it's one of those things where you take a moment and you go wow this is really it really is like like wow this is really cool and like because people come from thousands of miles like to the to the pier and they're it's renting real. these bikes the and nights. it's like this is my backyard right here i could just bike down here and this is every every or weekend for me that's what nicole and i have been doing is 
pretty pretty frequently. We ride down there and we have lunch and and uh, try to I've, just explore our neighborhood explore a little the neighborhood bit more and, and keep going further and further and further. And occasionally, <laughs> I injure myself. Uh, the first time I really injured myself is I got uh, car doored by yeah. someone. <laughs> They opened their door and I just flew into it. Uh, we we really need to get some helmets though. Yeah, like we're not wearing any like proper no. protection. So I ran into this guy's Cadillac. It was an older Cadillac, so it wasn't like a brand new thing. It was an older guy, and it was kind of a mutual at fault kind of thing. And I didn't know what to do, like because I wasn't sure if he was okay. If I hit him, it all happened so fast, and I was like in shock because I didn't know how hurt I really was. So I'm just all I want to do is just bike away from the scene. <laughs> And my bike, like my little reflector broke on my bike. So, um, Dusty got pretty bruised up on his leg though. And it took like a month to heal. I think I still have a scar. I have a scar from it. So, um, that was the first one. That was probably the worst one. And then, um, you have a scar now on your arm from that other one from here. Yeah. So <laughs> this <laughs> it was another one of those moments where we're riding down the bike path in Venice or whatever. And, I'm trying to take pictures, you know, one-handed on my bike. And my bike is like one of those fixie bikes. It's a single speed. And it only has, it's not a fixie. Like, I mean, it has, oh, whoa, she's sorry. Sorry, people. It, uh, it's not like a fixie where you can't spin backwards. It's a free spinning, whatever. But it's only a single speed bike and it only has one brake and it's on the front. So, um, and I'm left-handed, so I'm like trying to use my phone with my left hand, but my brakes on my left-hand side of, of the things. So I'm trying to juggle my phone between taking photos and, and videos and things like that, being stupid because the bike path is like crowded. It's, it's so many people. And there's there. people like fucking walking. There's people where you're walking. Supposed to be biking. There's sand. There's a lot of. It's, people it's a are disaster. stopping and taking selfies of themselves. So I basically ran into a situation where it's starting to get congested up ahead, and I had my phone in my bike brake hand so I can't break so I'm trying to throw the phone over to my other hand and then I just decide to use my right hand to cross over to the left hand of the bike thing and I lose my balance and I throw myself over the front of the the bike <laughs> and just do like this roll and I end up like just getting a little scraped up and everybody's like whoa are you okay are you okay of course I'm like humiliated <laughs> and I'm just trying to brush everybody off like I'm, I'm okay I'm okay um but I think that was the latest one and so, yeah, I do agree. I mean, we need to get some helmets. I mean, as I get older, I'm like, why do I not wear a helmet? Why, why, why wouldn't I? Um, I'm not trying to look cool for anybody. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then the latest injury is just overexertion, I guess. We, <laughs> we again, they're I, saying, they're I, saying, what? I crashed into somebody yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone you didn't call your, your, your passing move. Or are they cut in I front of you? Zoom in by everybody, weaving yeah. in and out. Collision. But then someone tried to turn left while while not being on the left side. Yeah. Of the bike lane area. Yeah, she just so, cut like right in front of you. It's not a hundred percent my fault, but it's not mutual. Yeah, it's fifty fifty. But we decided to uh, ride down to our favorite brewery, which is pretty substantial for novice bike riders. Riding a single speed bike it doesn't have any gears on it. <laughs> with no helmets. With no helmets. And most of the way was a bike path, which was great. But sometimes when you get on those main streets and 
there's so many cars whizzing by you're like it all it takes is one person on their phone to like are you gonna share what our favorite brewery is oh el segundo mm-hmm. el segundo brewing it's basically it was a 15 mile uh, 15 mile one way <laughs> thing which doesn't sound like it's that bad but again hills and you know i the other day after a workout class i was like feeling good yeah apparently endorphins are a real life thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm in tip-top shape I'm going to ride my bike to Brianna's house instead of driving over. She lives 1.8 miles away from me yeah. on a not very steep incline, and I was hating my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like the littlest incline yeah, can like really ruin it. Yeah, a little it. bit flat, and I had just been at the class, and I was so sweaty. And it's very scary because I was on like the main street, but mm-hmm. to go to make a left-hand turn, to go from the bike lane to yeah. make a left-hand oh, turn. Oh, yeah. Hap- how? Yeah. Right. So, you just got to do that little wave thing and yeah, hope someone and slows down. I'm just down. like not fast enough. I feel like they need another lane for the slow. Yeah. Where's my slow lane for the bike lane? Yeah. So, but it was. Uh, we made it. We made it. We made it all the way down there. We were in good spirits, a little sweaty. Had some food. Had some good food. And some then. Some brews. Had some brews. And then turned around and we thought we were gonna have to uber back like that was the plan like if we weren't gonna we we're did- gonna get like the fancy uber we're gonna get the uber truck or whatever so we can put the bikes in the back we knew we would make it there but we didn't know about making it back they should have an uber for like a section where people who committed to a lot of exercise <laughs> yeah. you slide like, over you're to- gonna regret this <laughs> one with bike racks yeah like an uber Just like bus. An, an ice tub in the back of it for you to let submerge yourself in yeah so that's good i mean we did it long we made it there and we made it back we made it there made it back took about four hours (laughs) four hours biking like bike time i would say i would do it again would you yeah i would my butt is pretty sore yeah i bet it is Mm. Mm. yeah it's uh (laughs) I mean, if we had the fancy bikes, you know, if we got the full spandex get up and with the, like all the gears, piece of cake. You're just making excuses. You just yeah. want to wear internet the spandex. On, yeah, I want the internet on tape spandex outfit. <laughs> little cassette on the back. On the butt. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll spring for that if we get really into it. But I don't want to get like the weird, like I don't want to be overly muscly leg man. You know, like, like those guys' calves are just like, bah! super calf. I don't think that would happen to you though. It might. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it's like the thing like you told me that I won't I'll never get into like bodybuilder level. Well that's you and that's me. I mean <laughs> look at me, I look muscly. I'm a muscly man. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay's giving me the side glance. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's me. That's that's life. I mean I'm enjoying the bike, I'm enjoying my time, just chilling and uh I'm recuperating. Nothing else happened to you? No, not that I want to talk You didn't about. have like any really cool surprise trip to another state to go see a concert or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, you mean when we went to go see Elton John? Oh, in Las Vegas? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. No, it, was, it really was cool. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but yeah, it, that was a great concert. I mean, it was, it was, first off, I'm, you know, I don't like a super long concert, so it was just the right amount of concert. He nailed it. Like, the pr- the production on it was, like, 
so tight that it was, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel like artificial. Like it just felt like very, he's, he's done it for like, what, like 50 years, yeah. you know? There was, a, there was like a, a cool amount of talking to the audience and conversing. I would say 50 years. I don't know. 30 years? That sounded long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was, it was a great show. It sounded awesome. We uh, stayed. We, we didn't have a hotel until the very last minute, and then we just used an app to get like a discount. We ended up at the uh, Planet Hollywood, mm-hmm. which I don't know why we would stay there because we live, you know, in Hollywood. So, what? <laughs> you know, uh, I work in Hollywood. Why would I want to be around that more? But um, we stayed there, and it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a nice hotel. We had a great view. And uh, we, the funny thing is, is we parked the car in like the back of of the hotel and we must have done it wrong because we carried our bags all the way through like the the, the entire mall, like miracle mile miracle shops. mile shopping oh centers God. we probably it just took, should have valeted i don't know how to do it but like it, it was like kind of weird because it was a 20 minute walk basically to get to the front of the the hotel and it's like this is this can't be right huh. um it was good. It was a good stay. And then uh, we gambled for like literally 15 minutes and came up like about 150 bucks. So it was good. That's great. And speaking of the small world thing, I saw people oh, yes, yeah. that I knew at the hotel that we were gambling at, which was like Bally's. I saw people that I knew that I knew and had worked with in New York before. Like New York, real New York, not New York, New York, the hotel <laughs> casino. <laughs> it was so weird. Small world. Yeah, sorry. I am uh, wanted to bring up our featured music for the week. Okay. Because uh, we got to come out strong, and we've got some. We've had them on the show before, I believe. At least yes. they've been on the the, the website. Uh, it's you. No, no, not this time. He got in trouble. He got uh, his YouTube account is like suspended until like February 2017. That sucks. So. He's out for a little bit. That's sad. But we do have another friend of the show, which is Uniform Uniform Motion. They're out of France. So they reached out to me and said, hey, we got a new uh, album out. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And it sounds actually really cool. It's like kind of each one of their albums is kind of like themed. Mm -hmm. And then this one, I mean, they all have a good sound to them, but this one that kind of like reminds me, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, but it sounds kind of like 90s-ish, like rock, like alternative rock. And it sounds really cool. Like it's, it really is a good album. And it's their fifth album. It's just called Five. And uh, they let me listen to it. It just came out, I think, on the 13th of May, which... That's was, not too long ago. Yeah. Earlier this month. Yeah, we're good. And we'll play the track... I don't know you. So take a listen. I think you're going to like it. If you like it, Bandcamp. We'll be right back. I don't 
all my friends and peers But I don't know you Okay, so that was Uniform Motion. Again, awesome. I dig that one. Uh, it's off their album Five, just released earlier this month. And uh, they're on Bandcamp. Again, we love Bandcamp. I love Bandcamp. Actually, they're like cranking out money for artists. Like, I think they just released a thing saying like they're every month they're giving out like over four million dollars to the artists. Wow, so, that's yeah. awesome. I like it a lot. I mean, it makes it easy to buy. Uh, Uniform Motion has a limited edition vinyl out. They've got some T-shirts. They got a CD. You can do the digital download. It's all there. And uh, I don't know. I gotta buy some more music off Bandcamp because 
The cool thing about it is that like it keeps it online like in a little locker thing for you so you can re-download it and then you can follow people online and see the taste. Like there's been a few times where someone will buy something off of my recommendation, off of my little list. Wow. So they're like, hey, you really helped out someone. Way to go for, you know, way to go, man. Uh, so I, I really do love Bandcamp in this in this world of like Spotify and Apple Music and and Google Play and whatever other services out there. I'd say Bandcamp's kind of my jam. It's my my go to for discovering new music. Yeah, definitely discovering established artists like uh, you know bigger artists. I'll go listen to them on on Spotify or whatever. But if I really like it, regardless, I'll buy the music. So I'm still I'm still buying music. Are you buying music sometimes? Vinyls? Vinyl, yeah. You still get you get the digital download now. Yeah, I just bought Ryan Adams covering T Swift. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good album. Bought it on vinyl. All right, we're gonna do everybody's No, we're not gonna do that. One. <laughs> no sound hat? No what? sound hat. <laughs> sound Where hat? is the sound hat? It's probably boxed up somewhere. No. I have it somewhere, but uh, I don't think we're gonna bring it out this episode. We'll we'll save it for next time. We gotta fig- we're gonna figure out a release schedule. We're gonna be a little bit more consistent again. This isn't a one off show, everybody. We're gonna, we'll be back. We are back. It's just life life happens. But we're gonna figure it out. We are. Yeah, we talked about moving in together. Today. We're all gonna buy a duplex. <laughs> yeah. So if that happens, then get prepared for the daily show. <laughs> Bedtime stories. Yeah. There you go. There'll be our new podcast. It'll be the scary episodes sometimes and what have you. Okay. Uh, no, we will get into what we what I love, and uh, that is trivia. And I think Nicole will jump in and... Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We got some great questions for everybody today, for you guys, and for everybody playing along at home. Okay. You ready? Yes. First question. This is just general trivia, by the way. Okay. Nothing too fancy. Just general, general knowledge. First question is, what vegetable in the mustard family is named for a European capital city? Vegetable in the mustard family. Named after a European capital city. I wonder if people can hear this. this what is airplane. That? We're recording from an airport. <laughs> Well, we are by the airport. Mustard is a vegetable. I thought mustard it's was a, mu- a, 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 a like a flower. a flower. This vegetable is from the mustard family. Well, I know what this is. Yes, I think and that both of you is named city. after a European capital city, and I think both of you like this vegetable very much. Leek. What? No. Onion. No. It's a very popular vegetable nowadays. Oh, Brussels. Brussels sprouts. It is Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's related to mustard? I guess so. Okay. I like Brussels sprouts. I I, I did get some (laughs) roasted Brussels sprouts. I have to go to the grocery store later. Uh, Next question. When trans... That's really great podcast (laughs) information for everybody. Yeah, what's uh? What do I gotta do? I'm today? gonna buy some Brussels uh, sprouts later. I think I'm gonna go to the grocery store and get some peanut butter. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. It's on the list. It's on the list. Milk, <laughs> butter, eggs, Brussels sprouts. 
when transatlantic telephone service was inaugurate, inaugurated inaugurated yeah. in 1927 a three-minute call between new york and london cost how much money fifteen dollars thirty five dollars or seventy five dollars 1927 i'm gonna go 35 in the middle you're both wrong. It's 75 it was seventy-five dollars. Oh in nineteen twenty-seven. So that's probably like three hundred-ish, maybe I don't dollars. Know. That's crazy. A hundred dollars a minute. Jeez. A three-minute call. Wow. Okay. Next question is Churchill's, Coronas, Lonsdales, and Torpedoes are all examples of what consumable products? Beer. Mm-mm. Mm. Torpedo? Churchill? What else? Coronas? Lonsdales? Consumable products. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. You guys want a hint? Yeah. You can... You Cuba is known for them. Cigars. Mm-hmm. Cigars. All right, next question. In China... These noodle dough dumplings are filled with meat and boiled in soup and are called soup dumplings, but they're zhao, chow, zhu, bao. No. Wonton? It is wonton. <laughs> Good job, Dusty. <laughs> All right, we have a couple more. In terms of total prop. Sorry, in terms of total pounds produced, A, what is America's leading cheese-producing state, and B, what is Europe's leading cheese-producing country? Wisconsin. Yep. And then what's the part B, the Europe's leading cheese-producing country? Switzerland. No. Swiss cheese. That's where I was going. That's where my mind was. Mm, Maybe... France likes cheese a lot. It is France. Good job, you guys. Cheese and wine. (laughs) That's where my head's at. Which military forces gained control? No one's ever going to get this. Let's skip this one. Which beverage was named for the Queen of England in the 16th century, notorious for her prosecution of Protestants? Bloody Mary. Yes. Oh. Wow, Dusty. All right, we have two more questions. What type of wool comes from soft-haired llamas in Peru? Alpaca? Yes. And here's our last question. To help make you drowsy in the evening and to regulate your circadian rhythm, the body releases what hormone? Is it melatonin? It is. You guys are so so smart. smart. Great job, everybody. Jeez. All right. I'm really glad I'm reading the trivia and not playing the trivia. The trivia. (laughs) Mm -mm. When we play like at the pub, it's good. I only know the most obscure things. Sometimes that's the winning shot. (laughs) Anyways, um, I think what else? I just I think I want to wrap up the show and just say thank you to everybody who reached out to us and said, "Hey, where are you guys? We miss (laughs) you." You know, I, I do, we do enjoy doing the show. Um, oh, it's just, just <laughs> we do enjoy doing it. We've done it for a long time. We kind of 
let life get in the way and and I've been working a lot. Nicole's been traveling a lot. Lindsay's going on her ventures and it's a very LA kind of thing because we don't live that far away, but like it's very hard to get to each other because there's a lot of traffic to get around and and and, and sometimes someone plows into the back of your car. Yeah, so we do uh want to let you know we are going to be making more shows and and we we thank thank you for really sticking with us and and leaving those reviews and reaching out to us on Twitter and email and you know artists that reach out to us musically it's it's really a heartwarming thing that uh there are, we have a fan base like that in a way you know and i I'm very thankful for that. So I know it's a special thing. Uh, I, I want to say thank you to you guys. Uh, and we will be back. We're going to figure out a schedule. It won't be weekly, I don't think, but maybe I don't want to say bi-weekly, but at least monthly. I think we can commit to that. Yeah. Maybe bi-weekly. We'll try. We'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, if we do get the house or something like that, then all bets are off. <laughs> but for the time being, uh, you know, we're over here on the west side. Lindsay's on the east side. And, and uh, there is a new metro line open, but I don't know if that really works out either. But uh, I was going to try it today, but then yeah. I was too hungry. I would have picked you up. Um, we'll, but we'll figure fi- it we'll out. We'll figure it out. And again, really, from the bottom of my heart, I, thank you for reaching out and, and poking at us and saying, hey, where are you guys? And we miss you. And, and, and it came from all over. It came from, we had Canada, we had... You know, Oregon, Tennessee, I think, I hope I'm, I'm saying the right places. Um, and uh, when you create things like this, you don't know who you really, who's going to really listen to it. Right. Or who it's reaching. Yeah. And I don't really like to keep track of the stats. And so I don't know how many people are reaching. It's never been about how many people, but it's about the people that we do reach and you know, it's always been the thing forever. Whenever I set out things like with the with the knife fight and things like that, I want just good people to, to surround myself with good people and make it feel genuine. I don't want it to ever feel artificial or not fun. You know, and it's not about the money. We don't get paid for this. We don't have any advertising. If someone wants to sponsor, I, I mean, it'd have to be someone I feel good about. But you know, we have some messages from Casper mattresses and oh, Bombas yeah. socks. What what else is there? Nutribox or something? There's some sort of sheets that I can't remember uh, the name of. I don't know. It's never been about that for <laughs> me. It's always just been like, hey, we're going to put out good stuff. I hope you guys like the show. And if you do like the show, please tell a friend and leave some feedback in the iTunes store. I don't think we're in any other Slack or anything like that. But uh, you know where to find us because you're listening to us. Um, so we'll see you next time. And we'll take you out with uh, Uniform Motion. Again, their album is on Bandcamp. Uh, check it out. We'll post a link to that. And the second track sounds, uh, the title's familiar, sounds familiar to the first one, but it's different. It's I Don't Know a Thing. It's not I Don't Know You. It's I Don't Know a Thing. Take a listen. We'll mm-hmm. see you next time. Bye. Bye.